Episode of the Dead Kids of Derry, bringing it to Ooh. everybody live and direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, first film up on up on the charts to do is carry everybody out there. We're going to be going in the order of the, the, the films released. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we got all the dead kids with us, so we'll be uh, we'll be making it happen. All right, and here we go. We have the, for anybody following at home, the MGM lion is growling up right now. Kind of more like a pirate, bro. Well, you know, <laughs> he got that pirate life. He doesn't want to be discriminated against. You guys know life. this is one of the most frequently banned books in U.S. schools because of the violence, cursing, and underage sex and negative views of religion? Yes. Not just that. I think uh, it's an interesting allegory for where our school systems are right now. Mm. Kids, kids getting pushed too far and yeah. doing some extreme shit. For sure, for sure. If only they could do it with their minds instead of all the negative guns and stuff. The world mm. would be a better place, you know. We have Brian Del Palma directed this masterpiece. He this, sure did. He did. This is coming from a time when you were really getting you know, fantastic filmmakers making, uh, adapting these books, which they returned to. But there was a little slump, a little slump within the middle there. We'll call it the TV years. The TV years. Don't say that too loud. Mick Garris is listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on. Oh, the TV version of this movie sucked ass. Well, that's big nowadays too, Mel. So, yeah. what can you do? Yep. Yeah. The nice, the dreamy, they have the dreamy vibe to it here. Yeah, really interesting uses that De Palma went for here. Like, just that that subversive, ethereal look. And, I mean, like, 900 tons of 70s bush. Like, yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's more of like an exploitation feel to it. This open. It does. That, that you will not... Get it? You can't get away with it these days because they'll throw it into seventeen quickly. No. Yeah, I. There's that, and I mean, it's just it's the vibe of the time. Like this, this movie reeks of seventies feel. You know, right? Yeah. And I mean that 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 whole that whole group, American Zoetrope. I mean, like the De Palma, Coppola, even Lucas and Spielberg came out of that. You know. This is this is like this is like quintessential that kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah. There was like when they all those, all those big wigs when they first started making their indie films. You know, I love going back to watch all those like these. You can see the talent even with the little money. Mm. That being said, uh, yeah. I want to Lucas. I want to throw a shout out there. Everybody should check out THX. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's a very good film. Mind-bogglingly awesome for what he was working with. If you like psychological science fiction, 
That's yeah. a perfect movie to watch. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, I see you over there. You got, yeah. any, you got any opinions on this graphic scene we're going through here? Nothing I never saw in high school when we had to take showers after gym. The gym showers in high school were very. I just really feel bad. I just really feel bad for her because, like, I was tortured in school, not to the extent that she was, but I was tortured. So yeah. I kind of, I kind of feel for her. Yeah, she's an anti-hero to some, for sure. I, I think it's interesting that so many people have wanted to like get this book out of any any hands of any teenager that ever existed when if you're a teenager like this is the life that you live this is the reality of being a teenager you know and i always thought king was a i mean especially for his first book coming out of the gate this was a this is a one two knockout punch as far as that goes he used the four hundred thousand dollar book advance from carrie to help his dying mom retire yeah, that's nice of him. I believe he like this was also she had cancer. Yeah, she had his mom had cancer, and she was at work on doped up on all kinds of pain meds. When he got the the advance for this, he took it to her and told her, "You don't have to work anymore." I know that with this, he 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 wrote like half of it, and then he gave up on it. And then his wife found it and started reading it and said, "You got to finish this." And that's how this got finished. I read yeah. that. Yeah. It's based on two girls that he went to school with. Really? Yeah. Completely based on? Yeah, completely based on two the people. Telekinesis and... Not the the, the telekinesis people. thing. Everything else, though. I thought we would have, we would have heard about that. I and mean... Like, look at this. you got to feel bad for her. Like, you can oh, see for sure. how scared she is. And, like, they're sitting here throwing tampons and pads and shit at her. But, but credit to De Palma and Sissy Spacek yeah. and that whole cast for going there. Like, they did this raw and hard and... They really like did not sugarcoat it in any way, shape, or form. Like I can't remember a time where in any other movie where I saw both Nancy Allen and Sissy Spacex tits. Like, true. And it's in, it's presented in such a gnarly, nasty, real way. And I think that's part of King's real allure is that no matter how wild and crazy his shit gets, it's there's a hook in reality. Like he's yeah. got one foot still on the on the ground, you know. He doesn't get too out there. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it later, but that's a different that's a different <laughs> episode. Yeah. I just love the expressions on their faces as they're like Which... realizing like the severity of how badly she doesn't understand what's going on. And she's perfectly casted, too. I can't think of another actress, maybe like a Shelley Duvall or something, but I can't really think of another actress of that time that could have done as good of a job as she did, you know? I mean, this was her breakout, and she absolutely 100% deserved it. Like, and I mean, she went on to do awesome shit. Yeah, Yeah, she's a great actress. She was nominated for an Academy Award six times. Exactly. Exactly. Eat that, Meryl Streep. Right. Only one one. She's really good in uh, Robert Altman's Three Women. She totally is really good in Robert Altman's Three yeah. Women. Amazing film. Go buy it on the Criterion Collection out there, folks. <laughs> if, if you got 40 bucks to swim. 
Wait for the the Barnes and Noble deal. Yeah, wait for the half off sales. All yeah. the true the true film fans. We all know wait, better. Wait, they wait all year for those two sales. It's beautiful. I'm still waiting for for it for Cronenberg's crash. What about it? Oh. I'm still crash. waiting. Oh, crash. Yeah. Did they do a Criterion on that. Yeah, they are. Yes. it's so hard coming. They got a lot got- of those other flicks too. Yeah. It's yeah, such a fucking douchebag. Yeah. No, the principal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Principal, sure. he's a douchebag. Like, how yeah. many times do you need to tell him how, what the poor girl's name is? Like, it's Carrie, not whatever the, you know. But but again, that's brilliant on yeah. King and De Palma's part. Like, they they nailed the parents and the teachers and the, the like, just that 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 blind ignorance like kids don't do this to each other yeah like it's it's again it's just like it's one of those things that like it's master stroke shit like, yeah they're, they're just as accountable as the, the kids are mm-hmm. I well, agree. Paint, they paint them they, they they got a little villainous painting to them you know because it's got kind of the kids point of view in there as well because it's kind of through their perspective you know but yeah the principal ain't quite your pal you know what i mean yeah very mm-hmm. creepy character yeah. This comes off as a creep. What principal? He does. Yeah, the principal in this film, yeah. Principals in general are pretty creepy when you really think about it. Seriously. Think about yeah, the principal yeah. and Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Shout out Billy Coyne. You know, they, there was reports, like, back in 2019 that FX was going to do a mini-series on Carrie, like a limited series. And, like, you haven't heard anything about it since. So it's like, did it get scrapped? I would love to see a limited series. On this. When, when did it happen? In 2019, there was talks about a limited series for FX on on Carrie. You got to figure, yeah. Like, I think COVID. I think COVID, COVID delayed. Yeah, yeah, it delayed or sank it entirely. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think we need another version of Carrie. We no, we don't. We got two. Have, We're good. We got, we got three of them. The Ray. Three. That's right. Yeah, because Chloe Grace Moretz was in the third, the third remake of it. And yeah, I think it's. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And then there was yeah the TV one was pure garbage. There was the rage. There was the the girl from well, Kick Ass. That was Harry too, though. That was actually. Uh, but there yeah, was, I guess there so. was an actual TV version of this with um. Oh, with Annette Bennett, Annette Bettis, right? Annette Bettis. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. She's that was. Cool. That was she that was the rock and yeah. truck ones. Yeah. Eh, like I said, enough, Carrie. The Palma got it right the first time. Exactly. It's, it's like one of this is one of those movies where it's like, why are you gonna mess with the classic? Yeah. Oh, this woman! I'll drink to that. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a big color scheme in this film too of light blues and red. Um, uh, you know, although they go for the holy, there's a lot of light blues in the house, and you know the suits at the at the at the prom, and all the the dudes wear a lot of red to symbolize the devil because you know everybody's the devil to the mother yeah uh, this mm-hmm. mother has got to be like the most horrific part of this whole entire movie when well, she's the real villain it. whenever you see the horrors of when it's like so psychological it's like because it's the horror of the, how these people had to come up you know what i mean it's the same thing with like sleepaway camp the horrors of that aunt you know what i mean rest mm-hmm. in peace right seriously uh, yeah this this is absolutely a case of the sins of the parent playing out in on the child. I mean, this this woman is ultimately the villain of the whole damn thing. 
Like, seriously, you weren't that God-fearing when you uh, decided to spread your legs. Oh, well, she told her she loved him. That's how it goes. Or he told her he loved her. Isn't that how it usually goes anyways? Look, I don't... to be honest with you, I don't blame the guy. Like, he probably didn't quite know how much of a batshit loon she was. And then once he figured it out, he was like... It was too late. She was pregnant. Yeah, he, he, she was knocked up and he was like, uh, I have options here. None of them are good. So I don't think... <laughs> That's what the next movie is. Prequel. Why the mother got all messed up. Oh. I... I, I don't know if it started with that. I mean, I think this the, like this kind of psychosis is shit you can only get a, get in childhood, man. Her mother was yeah. Her mother was locked in a closet with a Bible, and like told that she has a couple hours before the beatings start to memorize like a whole book. She has yeah. to recite a whole book on one foot, or she's gonna yeah. get beat like a yeah. Bad news. The redheaded stepchild. Well, she I, is the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, I, I know. I don't want to go there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, it, recite the book or out comes the, the, the boots and the leather strap, man. Like I, Somebody told me a story once, a real story, that they were involved with a cult. And they were put in a closet and they had to memorize things and recite it. And I was like, oh, god damn, dude. Those cults, they, they, they sink their hooks in, eh? Cults, man. The cult of Carrie. Ooh. Carrie's Carrie's mom is a cult unto herself. Like really? that's the that's, yeah, that's, that's part much. that's wild. It, she she really does exude like all all the mentality you would expect out of a cult member, but she's by herself. Yeah, that's really she, odd. She'd probably give Manson a run for his money. Well, she was a great follower. Like if you if you were pitching the right thing to her, should 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 kill for you. You know what I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she'd give Manson a run for his money. He was a pretty smooth talker. This chick's. This chick's definitely like a sleepy or a Tex, and I, I don't know about Manson. Break <laughs> her. Yeah, and humble her like the Iron Sheik humbles people when he breaks their backs. Yeah, and then calls him a jabroni. Well, they are jabronis. <laughs> to be they, fair. To be fair. Are. Yeah, Carrie's mother really is. Such a creepy character throughout. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like she really just is a person you do not want to be around. No. I mean, even when she's interacting with the neighbor, you could tell the neighbor's like, oh, my God, Jesus, get this yeah. lady the fuck away from me. You know? <laughs> and they they have that pity for Carrie where they know that Carrie's life's garbage, but it's from a time where nobody talked. It was like you handle your yeah, kids just watch the way you your just kids. Watch everything happen and keep your mouth shut. I, I mean, seriously, you can't tell me like old man Whitaker isn't walking fucking his Shih Tzu down the road and doesn't hear this woman going holy wrath on the Lord while his her poor daughter is begging, begging for mercy. Yeah. yeah, of course they did. They just it was the seventies. Nobody talked about that shit. Everything was you know raise rain. Fucking boomers, man. <laughs> There it is. Oomph. Like, even with this, even with the role, like, the mom, Julianne Moore, they, like, there's no topping this <laughs> performance. Oh, oh, yeah. Performance is fucking incredible. Yeah. Amber Laurie is great in this film. Yes. This, yeah. Yes, this she is. is. Absolutely. She really is, yeah. This is a performance you, you won't, you get with little money. Where you know they're not being Julian Moore would get our shirt off to a trailer 
so she can't really stay in the vibe of you know. And yeah. I think I think she's great. We just talked about how great she was on the Boombastic cast. But I, I love her. But I, like her, I mean, she was good in the remake of Carrie. But this is a stellar performance. It's a, it's a oh, whole sure. different vibe as opposed to the remakes. For sure. I don't. I don't even think it's in the same wheelhouse. I feel like the approaches for between the remake and De Palma's are so varied and so different on that character that it's really not even like Julianne Moore's performance is great, but it's not necessarily the performance that needed to be there to bring it to where, I mean, this scene in particular, the one we're watching right now where she's like forcing him to pray. Like you feel that shit. Yeah. Like that's intense. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I can't even, I can't even put him in the same comparison. I really can't. Whenever I think of Julian Moore, I think of Magnolia, where she goes, I sucked other guys' cocks. That's all I could ever think of. What's that Boogie Nights? Yeah, Boogie Nights. What's that Boogie Nights? That's the one I think of when I think of that's Julian Magnolia. Moore. That's Magnolia. I think that's Magnolia. I think of her in that movie, Evolution, she, with David Cronenberg. She's dying. She's oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I know my Paul Thomas Anderson movies. Tony, coming to get my heart. I see you over there. And this would be why I'm claustrophobic, being locked in this closet, being forced to pray. Yeah, that'll do something to you. Yeah, um, I would and, be and, more, I'm more of a nutcase than I already am. And praying to that particular Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that particular Jesus is straight up creep-tastic. That's terrifying. That's it's, it's, uh, it would screw you up psychologically. Yeah. Big time. Sideways. Twice. <laughs> No lube involved. No lube involved. No lube involved. Just pure brain rape. Yeah. The mother doesn't have, like, an altar. She doesn't have her own altar, does she? No, I don't think so. She has a sewing machine. Yeah. Just as good. And I love how they leave the lighting low when they're showing them inside the house, because it just makes everything that much more ominous. Like... I I mean, that... I'm sorry, Matt. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, she seems like a mother that wouldn't want the lights on, like, to save electricity. Yeah, and if you don't, and if you put lights on that she doesn't want on, she, you know, blocks you in the closet with She's more of a candle woman. With evil Jesus. Jesus. With evil Jesus. Yeah, no, she is more of a candle woman. She's like, she thinks it's 1673, so, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, no. I might, yeah, my, like I, my heartstrings, you know, occasionally it, when my heart is working... Oh. Like just seeing that, like you see how upset and you know, like the poor kid, like and then boom, there goes the mirror. <laughs> it's 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 again, it's like the palm is, and I mean it's King's writing, but it's the palm is direction that just the subtle, the build, the slow burn, yep. like he's just planting the seeds. You know, it, yeah. it's it's some really really like. Like this is this this movie is like a master lesson in pacing, in in how to approach telling that kind of story. Yeah. And mm, mm. can you tell I'm a big De Palma fan? I kind of want to get the audio book version of um, Carrie because Sissy Spacek reads it. Oh, does she? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then there's an intro by Stephen King. I know that Stephen King enjoyed this film. This is one of his favorite movies that was made. Yep. Unlike The Shining, of course. The first Shining, Kubrick's. 
Do you know that he sold, King sold the rights to this book for $2,500? Yeah. The United Artists, that's, oh, my God, Oof. terrible. This is steel for how, the yeah, How quick did they make that money back? I mean, <laughs> you, you, you got to put it in a context, though, like, it was his first movie, yeah. It was the first movie, and he, his book. He got he sold the rights to the movie before Carrie broke, before it was a hit. So he didn't know. It was he was just thinking, I got to pay the rent, and I got to feed these two kids that my wife had. Right. So and, then take, and continue to take care of his sick mother until she passed away. Exactly. Exactly. And like you said, he used most of the book advance for Carrie to help his mom. So it's like. You know, the guy was up against it. Guy offered him 2,500 spare bucks to make a movie out of a book that he wasn't sure was going to be a hit. Yeah. I'd have taken it, too. <laughs> True. Yeah, well, I like that he praised, he praised Brian De Palma for handling Carrie in a more artistic way than he had. Word up. He did, though. If you... How many... Okay. How many of you guys have actually read Carrie? The book? I have. I, actually, I started, but I never finished it. Okay. Fair enough. Hands down, you can tell it's King's first book. Yeah. It's the most straight ahead, no detours book he's ever written. And it's one of his shortest. Yeah. So there it really is something to that that like the Palma elevated as we all love that that new catchphrase elevated horror, but elevated the source material to something more expressionist. Yeah. And I've always been very impressed by that because it is a very straight ahead book. There's, there's not a lot of juxtaposition in it. We have William Catt over here, the greatest American hero in house, right? He was a star of house. Yeah. House and house four. Yes. Through house four. House four is a fucked up movie that I enjoy. You guys like house four? It's a weird one. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. It's a good film. I love all three. I love all four of them. I, 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 they're, they're, they're that campy kind of fun. Yeah. The most gruesome thing I've ever seen was in house four where they fucking take the tube out of the dude's throat. Oh, dude. I was like, that was nasty. That was nasty. That was like custard scene in dead alive. Nasty. Horrifying. Look at this. Uh, Carrie white eats shit. Like that's awful. Carrie white eats shit. I always found that that was really an interesting, like, this scene, too, in particular. Like, Nancy Allen gets pissed at Carrie for getting in trouble for torturing Carrie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, the most narcissistic shit you could possibly ever have in yep. your entire life. Yep. It's a very mean girl. Mean girls. Poor yep. mean girls. This is the mean what? girl's mom. The, yeah, exactly. Mama. Yeah. I'm surprised there never was a Mean Moms. That would have worked. That would have worked a lot. Like, this chick right here, right now, in this scene, I just wanted to, like, reach to the TV and punch her right in the freaking face. Oh. Yeah, of course. She's got that spoiled brat. But again, it, it just goes back to she's playing the role she's meant to play. Yep. You know? She's doing the job. Like, yeah, they, the yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody was perfectly cast in this movie. She yeah she was at the Palma regular I think she was also in Dress to Kill with that he did and she was in uh, Phantom of the Phantom of the, the Paradise it? Phantom of the Paradise yeah which is a great film really fucking good. fantastic my I still have to check that one out 
the good oh, one. Oh, Tony, you got to get on that, brother. That movie is awesome. It is. It I've got so the Blu-ray. Nice. A, yeah, that's the best way to have it, too. And it's like a musical, but, like, is that done really well? Rock opera. It's like a rock very, opera, yeah. Rock very opera. rocky you horror. Don't offend anybody. Very rocky horror. <laughs> it is rocky horror, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? We also have, in our Mean Girl crew... A pre-Halloween PJ Souls. Yes, yeah. it's before her name was very popular for two or four years, or nine, ten, twenty, thirty-five. Nobody <laughs> remembers her for Carrie. Everybody yes. remembers her for Halloween, but I remember her for Carrie because she was like an absolute cunt in this movie. Uh, I also remember. Yeah, I was just gonna say Rock and Roll High School as well. She's yeah. like Stripes as well, isn't she? Yeah, yeah Stripes, Private yeah. Benjamin, I think. Yeah. yeah, Halloween jumped it all off, though. She, that she was, was one, yeah. She was one of those actresses that, got, that that like made her way around, you know, all the, the bigger '80s in a good way. You know what I mean? The bigger '80s movies of those times. Yeah. She there's a couple there's a couple like that. Lena Quigley, you know. Yeah. They were there and they were just in everything, and yep. it's fucking cool. Nancy Allen, too. I mean, besides yeah. the Palma, she was in a shitload of stuff in the 80s. It's true. This Bella. <laughs> Their faces are uh-huh. like... It's really weird to see the uh, the angry mom from Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, so young. <laughs> in this movie. I'll just say it. I've always... Oh. Yeah. You know, it's really strange. <laughs> <laughs> There's that young that that actress they just showed with the glasses too, like that nerdy girl. She's yeah. like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and she's in License to Drive. She's in a bunch of cool shit. Another and I think one. she wore the same glasses in License to Drive. Uh, <laughs> I said I think she had the same glasses in License to Drive. I think so. That was her gimmick. You know, back in the day, they were like wrestlers. You got your gimmick, you stuck with your gimmick until you were dead. Well, the 80s, the 70s and the 80s, man, they were like a breeding ground for like just fantastic character actors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like these people made the rounds and they made some awesome stuff. I mean, Fred Willard was right in the middle of this and that guy's a fucking legend. Rest in, in my... peace. Yes. He just passed a couple months back, I think. Yes, he did. Yeah. Those socks were my like favorite thing to wear as a kid. Those socks? <laughs> Oh like my god, yeah. Stuff. I used to steal my dad's all the time because my mom wouldn't get them for me. So I'd steal my dad's and wear them. You can't even find gym socks like that anymore. I'm sure if we did some at Amazon, we probably could. I know they're selling those shorts again. I want to get some uh, Zumba, uh, what they call uh, Zumbas. They're, they're like those, like they're like sweatpants, but they're like leopard print with the football, like the football leopard print from the 90s. Yeah. Zumbas, I think. Zumbas. Yeah. Fucking hammer like, pants. Yeah, I was just gonna say that the hammer pants. <laughs> That's what's up. I'm gonna be. Uh, we should. We should go to a screening dressed up as like '90s pop stars. I agree. That would be hysterical if we all fully agree. Convention together like that. Especially if there's absolutely no context for it. Like it's not a '90s night. It's not anything. We just yeah, we just, just show up like giggles. <laughs> yeah, we, there is a '90s con happening next year. Oh, really? In Hartford. They, an- they announced anybody yet? Uh, a couple people from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, Most of Joan Hart. Not enough of uh, to go yet. If she was giving away free things, I'd be all about it. 
Yeah, they still announced. They just started announcing guests. I want all five new kids, or I'm not interested. Exactly. This explains it all, right? That same girl. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I'd get. I'd, I'd get a picture of Calissa. I used to watch some Calissa. Sabrina, but yeah, Sabrina. I used to watch Sabrina. Like she was. She Melissa Joan Hart's adorable. Yeah. I want. I want the chick from Teen Witch. That's all I'm saying. She was in Karate Kid Part Three. She's redhead. Oh, I don't know um, her name. Jason Lively's sister, Robin. Yeah. Oh, there you go. We can hook it up for you. Hook it up yes. with the bell. I got. I'm. 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 I'm in on that front, <laughs> and I'm actually friends with her now too. We want so. tickets to the wedding. That's. I'm just saying. We'll I'm just saying. Us. I want. I just want to meet her because she. And she still looks fantastic now. Yeah, when she. She, when she looks says, awesome. Meet her. When, when you say meet her, do you mean like M E A or M E E? M-E-E, Matt. What oh, okay. the hell? I was just wondering. We're watching Carrie. You never know, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Jesus, she, she was also in Twin Peaks as well. Yeah, she know. was. I love that this gym teacher is smack happy. It's a whole different time, Matt. A whole different yes. time. These days, if a gym teacher looks at you cross-eyed, he's in, he's in jail. <laughs> oh, or, or like when the, when the nuns used to smack you on the hand with a ruler if you went to like... Catholic school, you know, they can't do that stuff anymore. Right. Oh, yeah. My my family were wild and evangelical, so I don't even understand the Catholic stuff. I, I don't, I don't when know. I lived, <laughs> when I lived in Delaware, the principal of my elementary school had a fucking paddle on his office door that he like legit would use on students if they acted up in school. Hmm. Good Lord. Yeah, it was like, it, it was like, it reminded me of the paddles they were using in, um, what the hell? Um, why can't I think of that movie with uh, Matilda? No, um, the one where everybody's high all the, the whole movie. Um, is it confused? Days Days confused. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. they're doing the initiation, I don't know why that just like totally like skipped over my mind for a minute there. Another thing that makes principles a creep paddles that's like a fetish. Yeah. That's an issue. That's that's a FetLife profile now. That's, that's not. Probably, that's, probably yeah. like, that's probably why I like them now. You imagine no, seeing <laughs> imagine seeing a paddle in a principal's office nowadays. Oh my! Yeah, God. that's that's a whole different context now. Yeah, seriously, now. That's like like the realm of carry is such a faraway land, not just because of time. You know, yeah. there's like cultural culturally, we're like so far away from this now. It, it's it's wild. I'm trying to figure out who has better curls in this scene right now, him or her. <laughs> Absolutely him. Absolutely him. him. Yeah, he's definitely him. Like he just has to shake his hair and every curl. They're falls gold. Back. They're like he's legitimate gold, gold, but she's just golden brown. <laughs> like I, you know, I'm as straight as the horizon, but that man is a fucking stud. Like yeah. plain and yeah. simple. Like why he never took off as a leading man still b- confuses he's me to these. Here's somebody that took off as a leading man. Yeah. Staying alive. Staying alive. Oh, good old John Travolta. Staying alive. I, I believe this was his first, like, star, like, first big his film. First role. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think this, like, two years later, he would go on to Saturday Night Fever. Yep. Please. Yep. An urban <laughs> cowboy. But you can absolutely tell this is his first role because he fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just happy exactly. to be there, man. He's just he, happy to be there. That's his whole gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, he's a up. He's happy, man. Looking enough that would compliment her. 
No, this whole this whole performance from Travolta, I, you know, I gotta say it. It feels like a fucking audition for Welcome Back, Cotter. Like he's Vinny Barbarino the whole fucking time. Like, hey, yo, yo, what's going on? I fucking, I hate it. I That's hate it. That's probably why he got cast as Vinny Barbarino. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's more than likely possible. But yeah, no, I, I absolutely he he sucks the life out of every fucking scene he's in in this movie. It's terrible. He is terrible. If that if I was De Palma, I would have actually walked up to him and fucking slapped him on set. That's all I'm saying. Well, the one thing, you got to give De Palma credit for finding him because yeah. De Palma seen the talent and put him out there. Yeah. He's a talented guy. There's even a movie he did after this film called The Boy in the Plastic Bubble, which is heartbreaking. It's the that, best that, he's ever done in his life. Yeah, yeah I completely agree. I yeah. mean... I don't know. I don't know what we can say about Travolta these days. I mean, if any, did anybody see the fanatic? I, the fanatic <laughs> was an interesting movie. Yeah, it was an interesting movie. <laughs> it was, it was a movie. I will. I will concede that it was in fact a movie. <laughs> I avoided it at all costs. John Travolta and Hairspray. Mm, mm, hey. um, Great. It's fair to say Travolta had ups and downs in his career. Yeah. <laughs> Pulp Fiction, you know what I mean? I mean, he did Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Phenomenal. If he hadn't have done Carrie, he would have never done Pulp Fiction. So where, there's that. Where does Look Who's Talking fall with you guys? Is it too kiddie to enjoy? I enjoy it. What do you guys think? I like Look Who's Talking. I think first one's fantastic. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> I mean, I mean, '90s Amy Heckerling. Like it was like to a T. Like yeah. that was her. You could you can feel it. It's a great film. Yeah, it's a good '90s film. Look who's talking too. Look who's talking now. Well, <laughs> yeah, when the, when the pet look, who's not, talking, look who's not talking Look, look who's look who sank Christy Alley's career. I don't know. <laughs> Other than herself, <laughs> she did. No, yeah, she played a good part. It was her antics on those films that got her blacklisted. Yeah, that's that's the thing. She had a she got a bigger career with Jenny Craig, anyways. She did. <laughs> she did. She really wanted that. Yeah. yeah. She owned. She owned those commercials. See, this is, what I'm, this is what I'm saying, though. Like again, like they're smacking each other around. Like I feel it from Nancy Allen. Like yeah. she's she's there. She's present. But him, he's just like, hey, yo, don't call me that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm so afraid that people are gonna think I'm really this bad guy. I, I can't be completely bad. He yeah, he almost, what acting is. Yeah, he almost feels like a scorned puppy. They were like, John, John Travolta, you have a face that people want to look at. And he's like, I got no talent, though. But you got the face, John. Get on camera. <laughs> that cleft chin. He's moving in for the kill. <laughs> he's going in hot, hard, ready. That chin. Look at that chin. The chin says aggression. Fantastic. <laughs> She's like, my hair. Well, I mean, that was the thing back then. I mean, it took a lot of work to get that kind of volume and lift. That's true. And a whole can of Aquanet. <laughs> uh, the fact that we're probably all old enough to remember what the fuck Aquanet is. Jesus Christ. Seriously, though. Ugh. I mean, there's some mild. Yeah. Ooh. She took that like a champ, though. She was like, fuck you. She was like, you punched <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> my mama hits harder than that <laughs> again again shit you would never see now 
the, the, the like casual aggressive date rape into spousal abuse. Like, mm. <laughs> you, you, you just can't make him like this anymore. <laughs> it's all foreplay for later on in the evening. Yeah, when he gets out the cattle prod. Oh, shit. Tony, fuck it. Close your eyes. Close your eyes, Tony. About to get wild. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, come on. It's not the first... It's not the first time that's happened to you in your car in the back of an alley, John Travolta. Don't act so surprised. (laughs) Usually not women, though. Well... (laughs) I don't want to propagate old Hollywood rumors. Oh, no. I, old Hollywood told me to say that. I was possessed. <laughs> Scientology is going to come for you, Mr. Fisher. Fucking uh, David Miscavige. I think I, Run! Think, I think him and Tom are no longer with the with the uh, the family. The Scientology. I think they both left. I mean, I believe that from John, but I, I nah, no way Cruz isn't a Scientologist anymore. That guy was... They're in too deep. I don't think John can get out either. They got dirt on those boys. That's how it mm. is. Mm. Mm. They got they got stuff that'll never let them go. I'm sure. Me and James are dead tomorrow morning. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> yeah, we got the flu. We got that quick quick acting flu that kills you in three hours. Fucking. <laughs> we got the what 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 variant are we on with COVID now? The Delta. Yeah. yeah, I get the Delta. I get. I, I'm that fully vaccinated. I get the Delta variant tomorrow. Fucking dead yeah, in six hours. Yeah. <laughs> They're pumping the fumes into your house right now as we speak. The fucking David Miscarriage. Miscarriage. Oh, my God. David Miscarriage on his fucking global internet. Going to kill me. See, this guy, this guy, every scene, he's just a fucking joy to watch. Yeah. I, I, he really is. He is. He And he's a good, he really is a good looking guy. He's also a great actor. He is. He really is. He totally plays that. That leading man, yeah. he had it. He had that. Wasn't he? A, was he on Buzz and Bloodies too, or was that somebody else? No, that was somebody else. That yeah. was somebody else. But Chloe, he was on that uh, Greatest American Hero show. Hero, yeah. That yeah. I, I, I watched that with um, Maureen. Um, she loves that. I still every now and then I'll throw that on. I get the DVD of it. Yeah, she's got like the whole series. Like that's how much she likes it. When I was younger, I used to get him mixed up with Kevin Van Hendrick from Basket Case. All they kind of have that same look the a little hair. bit. <laughs> the hair, it's the hair. It it's just the hair. That seventies kind of afro. Yeah. Speaking of hair, look at this. Look at the. I, I, you know, you gotta, you gotta give it to like makeup artists sometimes when they make someone purposely frumpy. Yeah. Because that's almost as hard as like going the other way. It's true. Because, like, Sissy Spacek, look at her. She's not an ugly woman. Right. But they but they nailed that, like, she's not put together look, like, really well. And that's that subtle stuff that can be hard to pull off. That's me right. on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> like Charlize Theron and Monster. Yeah. They yeah. Her, yeah. Uh-huh. That was a hell of a makeup job. She's fucking gorgeous. And to make her look like that... Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder worked on Monster with stunts, if I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause actually, I think he's in the the um, bar scene. He does act in it. One too, of the bikers. Right. Yeah. Great film. Absolutely. She is so pretty. Like you feel so good and happy for her when she goes to the prom. 
And then the shit hits the proverbial fan. That's <laughs> the thing, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get I know. There. It's just it's, like, you feel so, you, like, look at the teachers all happy. Like, it's, it's so maybe tragic. Carrie, yeah. Maybe Carrie would end up in, you know. Well, it's so crazy. I've gone so crazy. If maybe the teacher had tried a little harder than she already was, or that, maybe if the teacher had taken her away from that situation that she was in, might have been beneficial to her. Because you know how, like now, teachers they you know even get wind of the fact that you're abused and they're stepping in. It's kind of a tough call, though. You know, I mean, that's coming from an era where they would say that 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 treatment would make them stronger people, so they wouldn't kind of step in. They did want oh, and to, the, and then but, the religion factor itself too, because you can, yeah, because you, know? you can tell that that teacher would like to step in and do more. I feel, but I think yeah. I feel like she feels like she can't. And yeah, she's the only good one. Yeah, she's the only good one around trying to like help her. And PJ sitting in the back making fun of everybody. Scumbag. <laughs> nah, PJ Souls is a, is a pure, unadulterated, as I said before, cunt in this movie. Yeah. She really fucking is. Like, maybe even a little more so than Nancy, because, uh, like, none of these things are her idea, but she's just like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Let's fucking ruin this girl. Why not? Like, to me, that's, like, almost worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely mean girl. Like, it's more than just, more than just let's be mean to be mean. Like, they're. It's like picking at the brain, and they're, instead, they're trying to ruin Carrie instead of taking over the world. Yeah, it touches, you know, it kind of touches on that thing recently where you had that girl that told her boyfriend to kill himself when he killed himself. Yeah. 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 Like, how crazy it gets with with these teenagers are like, they don't think that. I don't know what the, they're just careless or they don't think death is death, but how do you not know that death is death? Um, but this is perfect example of it too, where they do, they would love for Carrie to kill herself in this movie so they could make fun of that. You know what I mean? It's really fucked up. Well, I mean, if you, if you like really like think about the psychology of like what's going on here, like it really shows that teenagers, like their ceiling for empathy really matches like their life experience you know what i mean like up until then like their boyfriend breaking up with them is the worst thing that ever fucking happened so like that's their ceiling and like they judge everything by that so by that like the most awful thing that they could possibly think of is just funny yeah and i mean i don't miss being a teenager i think i don't either i have i am so glad that my nephews and niece are now grown adults um, of of a later teen friend because when they were in high school they were fucking horrible and they're I I really like I hate that it shows how obvious in this that like you know most teenagers are shit but then you have this golden god yeah. that's on yeah. the screen right now who is actually a good dude like <laughs> it's it's you know one of the only few good people in the film seriously he's one of the he's the, him and I mean the girlfriend means well, but I don't think she's exactly perfect. Yeah, he, she means she meant well after you know the torturous bathroom scene in, exactly in the gym. Then you know the guilt got to her, but I think as the movie progressed, she really did start to feel bad for her. Yeah, but this guy, I mean, he just got put up to asking her to the prom because it was the nice thing to do. And like, we might've been reluctant, but it was because he wanted to go with his girlfriend, not because he didn't have anything against Carrie. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. But in the end, he comes out. I mean, and he is. He's a genuinely good guy. And it makes absolute sense that a bucket falls on his fucking head and kills him. <laughs> right? Does he die at the end of this? Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's what sends her over, man. I think, he breaks, I think he breaks his neck when his, when he hits the, um, there's like a step stool in the stage or something, okay. and it had fallen over. And when the bucket hits him on the head, he falls down, and I think he hits his neck on the... De Palma kind of leaves him on the floor whether or not he's dead with like his shot choices. And it's kind of goofy if I remember correctly. When he gets yeah. hit, he kind of makes like a dopey look and then he like falls down. Yeah. yeah, but in the book, King like made it pretty flat point to say, no, he's fucking dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was what pushed Carrie into, Over the, the, into the danger zone, if you will. Yeah. You know, you, when yeah, when she leaves the school and it's all aflame. I mean, you got to assume everybody who's in there because it locks behind her, if I remember correctly, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep. starts locking all the doors and the windows and everything. So he's, he's look at his look at his army of jerk offs with their yeah. fucking ladder. What a what a nicely in the rain and everything. What that's is that? Why the hell are you taking a ladder? Like you couldn't just like hop the fence. That is, um, that looks like a matte painting or something. Well, I'm not even, that's a little yeah, too small. Yeah, it looks like the side of the building is painted and they're climbing up. <laughs> yeah, ladder. it's not, it, 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 I don't know. The art direction there was a little off, I would say. And then we got a sea of pigs. Like, it's just that easy, guys. Just jump the fence of the slaughterhouse and you too can get yourself a pig dispatch in the skull. Like, I mean, this is yeah. like, yeah, the animal rights people wouldn't like this scene. This scene wouldn't go over. This wouldn't be in a reboot if this. I'm was... surprised. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I'm surprised that Peter hasn't tried to, you know, get the whole band. <laughs> the reboot, they're going to like stop and shop, like meat department to get like a jug of fucking blood because they don't. Yeah, have yeah, they they go and actually get it post slaughter. They don't they don't kill the pig. <laughs> that's that's the woke carry. Yeah. Yeah. I think personally, I think that it's actually a really important piece that they go and kill the pig. Yeah, because it, it, it's it's bringing them it's bringing them down another notch on the villain pole. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, they actually killed a fucking pig just to do this to this chick. Like, what the fuck? There's it also adds a spirit, uh, like a sacrifice element to it. That if you were to if you were to try and take a spiritual element to it and say, you know. A life is being lost for this to take place, so that you know that could set some type of weird ceremony or some weird thing like that would, because you know this crazy shit goes down. I mean, this whole movie has a lot of religious ritualistic undertones. Right. You know, I you've love got it. Mm-hmm. yeah, you've First got you comes the blood and then come the boys. Yeah, you got you got turbo fucking Christendom. In this, in this, like pit trap picture, of a house. That picture of the Last Supper that's behind them on that wall right now is even creepy. Like the Jesus is. Yeah, Especially the it's way yeah, that's a big that one. scene is lit. Yeah. yeah. Yes, like like Melissa said earlier, with with the lighting in the house, there's a very isolating despair just just fills you with despair it's it's such a sparing lighting scheme and again like there's some like like the palm is genius at work and it feels when she's inside the house it feels different than any other moment in the film 
Yep. You know what I mean? It's and, darker. Yeah. And I, I believe that has a lot to do with like conveying Carrie's mental state. It's true. That would that in real life that would have an effect, you know. Mm-hmm, the mother, sure. the mother feels that if God wanted there to be light at night, he'd have the sun out at night. That's what she told me. She's speaking to me right now. I go the windows. Yeah. Her mom. <laughs> well, I mean, she she th- she still thinks she's at the Salem witch trials, man. So. I like I said, it's like candles for her. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what Carrie's mom would react to today's. She would say, "So I'm gonna laugh at you with the technology and everything." I feel I feel like we could keep her in her house if we got a nice big like 50 inch TV, put it in front of their door, and just played the WAP video. On <laughs> She'd just stay in her house, like, with a cross, like, clutching pearls. Like, she... I don't think Carrie's mom could handle 2020. Rocking, rocking back and forth while she's doing it. Yeah, yeah. She'd be a Karen. She'd be karen out. She'd have voted for Trump. That's for goddamn sure. Well, there you go. She would have made Carrie vote for him, too. She yeah, had no right. choice. Mm. Maybe that would have been the moment that liberated Carrie when she says, I'm not voting for Trump, goddammit. <laughs> you're voting. Enough you're vote, enough. <laughs> you're voting for Trump right now, or six more hours in the closet with fucking weirdo Jesus. <laughs> right now, <laughs> that'd be a cool friggin' kind of be a cool prop to ha- own for you know our horror collections. What creepy, pro- creepy Jesus? Yeah. Oh, dude, that would be really cool to own. I'd want it nowhere near me. No, not at all. But it would be no, it would be cool. it would be in my basement in a box, just like oh yeah, I got this cool prop from Carrie. Don't open it. Don't yeah. don't look from the side. There's a window. Kind of like <laughs> kind of like Annabelle, but worse. <laughs> Seriously, that's like, that's like one of the creepiest religious symbols I've ever seen. No, yeah, no, sure. right on the nuts. Yep, that thing's fucking horrifying. It's a. It's re- it's a yeah, somebody hanging to their desk. <laughs> you know, it's it's a it's a straight up depiction because I feel like that's the face Jesus would actually have right? if you were nailed to a stick, bleeding to death from your hands and your feet. I mean, I never thought that the like benevolent, like wistful feel, look really sold yeah. me. I feel like my eyes would be wide open and I'd be screaming just like that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lights out. This looks like a Mentos commercial right here. Yeah, right? Don't get me started. You're making me think about that Foo Fighters music video, Big Me. Oh, man. Making a disco album. They're doing a disco album or something like that next. It would have fit in on it would have fit in on a Carrie soundtrack because they're going as like the, the DGs or something like that. I don't know. I always enjoy their creativeness even if I don't enjoy their music. I'll give them that. They do them, and whether I like it or not. <laughs> and if, if I, and I, I wouldn't mind being friends with Dave Grohl just for the history of rock and roll. Yeah, I know. That'd be great. I feel like he's an intense guy, like just like in a happy way. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Now we have to have a montage of people getting ready for the prom. Oh, yeah. It's essential. The montage is an essential piece if you were trying to get a passage of time like 
and really sell it, you know? Mm-hmm. Whether it's, like, hours, days, whatever, like, you know. Is this got to be the first um, tragedy in a prom horror-type movie? I, I think... I think so. I think I think King I think King was on to something different and original. Nobody wanted to talk about this shit back then. Well, I mean, Carrie came out in seventy six, if I'm not mistaken, seventy five. Yeah, something like that. Seventy five. The, yeah, the movie I think was seventy five. I mean, remember, like we're talking like three years beforehand, people running out of the theaters like screaming and vomiting because of The Exorcist. Yeah. Right. Like, that movie caused legitimate hysteria. Like, this was taboo. Oh, yeah. Taboo. My my mother can't be in the same room as when that end scene happens. When the hand comes up, she can't handle that. Ever since a kid, when she's seen it the first time, it still scares her. My mom didn't mind Carrie, but The Exorcist was one that she got freaked out by. Exorcist is a fucking a really scary movie. I don't like. See, it doesn't bother me. Like it bothers some people, though. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm just that sensitized to stuff now. But it depends how you came up. I think. Yeah, for sure. It's still a masterpiece. Absolutely. No, no matter. I mean, what. even this. It, you know, we're talking four decades, and it still holds up. Not as much as that suit does. <laughs> again ruffles everywhere <laughs> again i mean those those ruffles with the curls i mean they just like their costumer was on it like on he pulled it. that off beautifully like yeah as bad as the ruffles hey. are he looks hot <laughs> but i mean the ruffles were again it's the 70s that was the thing like go watch what? prom night is ruffles everywhere i've got pictures <laughs> i've got pictures of my the dad original and- Wearing suits like that with the butterfly collar, button-down shirts with his afro. I'm like, Dad, you do know you're white, right? <laughs> yeah, these guys all look. These guys all look like my dad. Yeah. In 1975, that's yep. what my dad looked like in 1975. Like I, I got understand. pictures of him at my uncle's wedding, just fucking with those ruffles, drunk off his fucking tits. Like it, that's him. Uh-huh. Yep. Now, now to clarify, on um, prom night, the original, not the remake. I never reference remakes. Ever. I hate... I never even bother with the remake for Prom Night. I mean... That looks stupid. That's that's a conversation for another day. I got yes. about that movie. But I'll, if I'm ever referencing a film, Tony, it is always... The original. The original. The original, yes. But some people today will think, oh, it's the 2008 film. It's true. Why would anyone want to watch a train wreck with Britney Snow? On purpose, because they don't know better. That's like watching. That's like looking at the cover. Sorry, Melissa. That's like looking at the cover of a movie and seeing fucking Amber Heard as the star and going, "That sounds like a great time. Let's do it." Yeah, no, I'd rather fucking have acid poured in my face. Mm, I'd rather (laughs) under. Hallucinogenic acid or burn your face off acid. Well, who was the band that wore the fucking all blue, like those, those all baby blue prom outfits when they were dead? Was that Mudvayne to the Grammys? Yeah. Like, I always thought that was a good look. I liked when they dressed up like that. That was cool. I miss when metal bands won Grammys. But that's 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 not here nor there, I guess. <laughs> that's well, for another has podcast. Anybody, uh, has anybody tried watching any award shows lately? They don't. No. They stop. No. Why? 
Why would... That's what I'm saying. Music sucks now, and like the award shows are proof of it. Yeah. Uh, award season movies suck now. What's the? Yeah. True story. True story. There's no. There's nothing holding it to the ground anymore. Those those awards don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're all getting they're all getting awards for movies that have already been made beautifully. That too. I yeah. Know. Oh. 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 Forceful. I love this scene right here. Mm, like she's, yeah. thinking, she's finally taking a stance and like, bitch, I am going to the prom. Fuck you. I look amazing. I'm out. Taking charge. <laughs> taking charge. Pin Girl power. In the most like violently non-sexual way possible. And she's just like, stay there. Fucking stay there. And I'm not. Uh, nope. Stay. Stay. It's, I'll be back when I get back. And you better be still in that position. <laughs> I think the mother liked her in that. Right? I'm pretty sure that's exactly what she liked hearing from the dead. <laughs> that's how Carrie came about. She just liked hearing from him. Oh, that's sad. Oh. <laughs> like, even his car matches his suit. Baby blue, yeah. I mean, when you're a sexual icon like this guy is, your car has to match your suit. That's true. Like if that, if that, I wonder, like, if that was my dad back in the 70s, like, you couldn't even get into my dad's car without taking your shoes off first. Well, once he gets out of the car, the car is going to turn shit brown, watch. <laughs> it's just Funny how cool he is. He's going to turn it back into a pumpkin. Yeah. Funny story about dads and cars in comparison. My dad actually rigged, like, cable to pull our windshield wipers because he wouldn't fix them. <laughs> so oh, yeah, he just had dad, like this he had this like pulley system where he'd just pull them while we were uh, driving um, yeah, oh yeah my dad used to do gangster <laughs> shit like that too <laughs> shit box Sh- absolute shit all, all I knew of cars until I was like 25 years old was absolute shit boxes <laughs> <laughs> but they made them work Oh, yeah. It made him work, but not as good as that man made that suit and that car work. That's true. I'm just saying. Straight up pimping. <laughs> this party's popping. Almost makes me wish I'd gone to prom. Yeah, anybody here who who went to their prom? I didn't go to my prom either. I showed up for like half an hour. Oh, I mean, you paid that went to my senior prom. for a half hour? Fuck. No, <laughs> my. Actually, funny. Fun, my my prom's a funny story. I got I got made to go. Like it was the thing you're supposed to do, right? Like go yeah. to prom, whatever. But like me and my girlfriend were like gothed out, like punk rockers. We had no interest in that nonsense. So we went and like I ate my jumbo shrimp, and then we bounced, and I got in the limo, and I was like, it's time to go home. And I got home, like, I stopped on the way, and my mom was actually, like, somewhere in the vicinity, and she saw the limo, and she got so mad, because <laughs> I was like, nah, this is stupid, I want to leave. <laughs> and she got so, I was in so much shit, like, she was pissed at me for, like, years, because yeah. it cost her so much money, and, like, it was like, but... But, like, again, it goes back to Carrie. It's that detachment. Like, oh, you should go to your prom. Everybody should go to the prom. It's like, Mom, I don't give a fuck about the prom. I don't care. But she didn't yeah. listen. It's and- very weird Yeah, they make a big deal out of the prom. I, I understand the graduation is a big deal and stuff, but the yeah. prom's fucking, it's a racket. It's a racket to milk them money. Animals. 
And it's it's all the parents get out of it is like a rack of photos that end up collecting dust underneath the fucking bed. Like, who cares? Their wet, wedding photos. They go hand to hand with their wedding photos. Bingo. They're all about Bingo. the photos. We don't want to remember. We're going to take pictures of stuff we don't want to remember. Well, the beauty about all of this is that she doesn't have to worry about going to her, her class reunion. <laughs> That's true, Mel. You always find the silver lining in there. I mean, she could go to the graveyard. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Dark, but it's true. Right to the, well, we're, you're in the right place for dark. <laughs> I, I mean, feel for the teacher. Yeah. I mean, I think the real tragedy, though, is that that man and that tux have to die. I don't yeah. know. Get burned up nonetheless, too. Not even die. Getting get burned roasted. Up. Getting roasted. I mean, we're getting close to that, too. It's almost time. Stained in blood and roasted up. Who's got the marshmallows? Rough, Woo! man. It's rough. It's a, it's a, it's rough. I don't I don't know. It's rough, though. Like, even the, the gym teacher, she looks, like, gorgeous right now just to be chaperoning, you know, their prom. It's got that Argento vibe to it. Yeah. This this really does. Like, there's, like, some serious, like, color madness going on there. Yeah, it kind of looks like you're tripping, and it's getting ready to, like... Like the kaleidoscope type effect. Yeah. Uh, I think it's probably because, like, you know, the disco ball and the lights, you know, playing off of that kind of helped create the ambiance of the scene. I think he, the dream feel was something he was going for throughout the whole deal. And this is, I think this is his way of letting, this is the train coming off the tracks a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Now it's getting all wild, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's, the lines are getting blurred, so to speak, you know what I mean? There's there's definitely some borrowed cinematography from the Giallo mm. kind of feel here, though, for sure. Especially Argento, especially, more specifically, Suspiria. Which I actually I think I think it's the other way around. I think this came out before Suspiria. I think it did, yeah, a couple of years. Mm. I think right, we I just think. need to we just need to dress James up in a in a suit like that with a ruffled shirt. Now I'm down. <laughs> if I I'm could find sh- a suit like that that would fit me, I'd rock that fucking. Um, no, we get it. We get. We're gonna get you the other one that has the t-shirt. With uh, that looks like a suit. Just a, oh, come on, that's horrible. That's more I'm, suiting for you. I'll make it. I'll make a deal with you, Mel. I'll make a deal with you. I'm not if wearing the, a dress. No, if the rumors are true, <laughs> if the rumors are true, and Scarecon's coming back, and we're all at the podcast awards eventually someday, yeah. I will absolutely accept any awards that we're up for in that in a suit like that. No doubt. I, I'm holding you to that. Yeah. Ha- you heard it here first, boys and girls. <laughs> that's how you get because, the vote. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna be his Oscar speech in a in a fucking William Pat <laughs> carried prom suit. <laughs> and if you don't think if you don't think for a second I am gonna work the shit out of that suit and get more pussy than any man has ever seen at a fucking horror con in one night. You better believe it because we're, oh, Jason, it's going I'm down. I'm calling Jason to bring Robin with him, and you can have her. It's going down. Night. It's going down. We are we are making this happen. <laughs> I'm inspired. That that man is a sexual icon, and I want to be like him. So I need that suit. <laughs> I want to be like him when I grow up. <laughs> I need it. I need it. I'll even buy the little carnation boutonniere just to you know 
You gotta. You, you know, need it. You gotta it's gotta be it. there. It's gotta be there. That makes it. That sells the whole fucking ensemble. <laughs> okay, whole ensemble. Right. It's that. It comes down to that flower, hands down. They said four hundred fifty-eight people died, not in real life, but that's supposed to be the body count of this film. I mean, I never would have guessed that. It's all in the school, of course, but yeah. I, I mean, I don't think he sells that four hundred and fifty-six people die. I don't feel like it feels that congested. But and, and there were a lot of people that did get out before. That's know, true. That opening scene was packed. That opening above shot they have was pretty gigantic or packed. But people would leak out for sure. I'm thinking. I'm thinking they probably got that number by like counting the amount of extras that they used in the scene. Yeah. Rather than how many were in each shot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Doesn't like Travolta and the girl that fucking planned the whole thing get away with it? Don't they like just sneak out the door before it shuts or something like that too? Yeah, but Yeah. But then they get him they get him in the car. Yeah. yeah. No teasers, Tony. I didn't mean to spoil it for you. I already seen this film like <laughs> countless times. I know. <laughs> That's why you're here, you're a good man. Now, one of the things I think we're forgetting is the score for this film. Yeah. Because I think the score for this film is great, especially with the scenes coming up with the prom in Prom King and Queen. Oh, man. That stuff's intense. Like, uh, you are absolutely, you're hitting the nail on the head with the score, man. This, this This movie dances. That's that's another thing. Like like when you come to pacing, like this movie doesn't like present scenes to you. It dances. It yeah. really does. It dances. You're going from like happy, 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 terrifying. Oh shit! And it, but but it's all a dance, and it's all in time. And there's it's again, it's like that pacing. It's just a masterclass. Like the palm is fucking amazing for it. Yeah, you're living her life. You're living her life while watching the movie. Because yeah. you're like as, as as the movie's progressing, you're feeling everything she's feeling, and you do it to a beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy Pino Danaggio scored this one, Tony. Also. Yeah, that's something that's I think oh, lacking in today's horror films is the score. Oh man, uh, uh, we can make a whole episode just me ragging on fucking <laughs> modern horror scores because they just they don't exist. It's just noises. Well, they just copy. Yeah. Uh, copy what was before it the um that dude scored a lot of he did dress to kill body double he did grindhouse too he did the howling which was nice you know what i mean he did the seat of chucky though but it's a payday for him yeah you, you uh, know everybody has their misses i mean even the score is probably great it's i'm not even gonna lie i hate seat of chucky but i love it <laughs> yeah. we voted that the first one didn't we yeah. Uh, every child's play gets ranked, yeah. Yep. Actually, I like his suit better because the ruffles come right out the sleeve of the jacket. He's going to have ruffles in a little bit. Oh, wait, he's got ruffles, too, on the sleeves. Just not as prominent as the other one. They're going to show all that hair burning up. That would have been a tragedy. He's gonna have yeah, a they, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't... I don't think they get that graphic, unfortunately. At the, they sh- at, there should have been a scene at the end where they're like taking the debris away. You just see that hair untouched to a skull. <laughs> to a skull. <laughs> it's just invincible. Anthony's going to have nightmares tonight. No, I'm not going to have nightmares tonight. 
That hair is just, I mean, it's untouchable. Look at that shit. Like, I'm, I'm going to over the next few days, man. I'd look like Mufasa if my hair was like that. I'm going to go talk to Erica. We're going to see what we can do. I don't know how, but we're making that do happen. We're bringing it back. <laughs> you should bring it back for your con appearances, James. That'd be cool. Well, I mean, we just announced a couple this week and yeah, I, oh, I yeah. think, I think, I think it'd be, I think Connecticut would love me if I had oh, that. God, yeah. Hell yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, I got even whiter. Look at me. <laughs> you, I've done it for you. The hell with false modesty. Hmm? The false modesty when she didn't want to vote for vote for her, for them. You, yeah. you got, do you remember the false modesty? I think or something like that. Do you remember Adam Sandler's "They're All Gonna Laugh at You" album? Yeah, you guys remember that? It was yeah. a classic, man. Classic, classic. I don't get to bring that up that often, so I figured I'd fucking bring it up because they're all going to laugh at you. I mean, Tollbooth, yeah. arguably Tollbooth Willie is the best thing Adam Sandler Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 his movies or whatever, but that but that, that skit is fucking genius. And uh, the Do It For Mama, the Cock and Balls one was pretty good on there. That was funny. A few Cock and Balls for Mama. That was a good one. Look at these cunts. Yeah, Boom. I was like, hiding I, I under like, the stairs. Cocaine, cocaine. The people, the people under the stairs before the people. <laughs> under the, stairs. the original. It's just the original <laughs> people under the stairs. Yeah. Mm. Fucking douche canoes that they are. Ooh. Weird Stephen King connection. The uh, good Reverend Lowe from Silver Bullet was also in People Under Stairs. Oh, yeah. This and also in Twin Peaks as well. Yes, he was. Fuck yeah. This is some heavy lighting. This must have been a lot to shoot. Fucking in your eyes. Like the acting is back when it was like they're blowing <laughs> some serious light in your face. <laughs> you know what Ser- I mean? Ser- seriously. The ca- Honestly, all I can picture is the fucking DOP sitting behind the camera looking like the dude at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark when they open the arc. Like, because that that had to be hot as hell. Oh yeah, it just oh my god. Yeah, that, that had to be a difficult scene to film. And it looks like they really the way they're messing with light right now, where they're keep keeping it dark around them for that split second, because like they were passing off like a little note to the other one or whatever. Um, I wonder how long it took them to shoot this scene. You know, yeah, it was just, it this had to be weeks. This had to be weeks of work. You, that many extras with that much detail with like that kind of precision and mm. i think i think i think they were probably chilling on this for two weeks minimum yeah it's probably a couple of weeks you're right about that they say that 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 long shot in the in goodfellas when they walked through the bar they said that that one shot took them a week to shoot where they're, they're introducing like jimmy two times and all the different people yeah yeah, yeah 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 <clears throat> Oh, oh, this is a great shot too. This I love this shot. Yeah, I love this. The the looming, the looming uh, spark that will light the flame, if you will. Yeah, I could only imagine oh, the mechanics. The fuck nowadays they put it on a dolly, but like the mechanics to come from out of the crowd and then go up and over the beam and then come down like this. There was a lot of fucking people shaking. Their arms were shaking while they were like fucking maneuvering things around. That's a uh, that is just a, that's a crack crane team is what that is. Those dudes had like military precision, <laughs> yeah. right? Or they fucked that up five hundred and fifty seven fucking times before they got it right. Yeah, I'd love to know how many times they had to have 
uh, blood poured on them before they got it right. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. If you if you look, there's actually some pretty clever directing with that. I think the blood pour was a one take. Yeah. I do. Because it, everything leading up to it's really artistic, but like there's like two shots, two or three. I mean, we'll see it in a couple of minutes, but it's yeah. only like two or three shots. And they're all like one, two, impact, done. She soaked. Like yeah. I, I don't I don't think it actually took them a lot to do the actual pour. Look at her smile. Like you gotta like She's that's so, so happy tragic. right now. That's that's what makes this so good, Mel. Yeah. That's what makes this so good. Because we're at that moment where it's like the happiest thing. If you yeah. didn't find if you weren't the roller coaster is at the top of the at, at the top of the tracks and it's ready to fall. If you were yeah, if you weren't sympathetic to her at this point, the whole movie fails. So yeah. it, 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 she she's carried. You know what I mean? Her. I mean, if you don't you feel sympathetic towards her at, at this point in the movie, you have a problem deeper than I can help you with. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta agree. Like. You you are the most unfeeling sociopath on the planet. If at this point you do not feel something for Carrie White, <laughs> feel happy for her. you. Gotta feel happy. You know something's coming though. You gotta know trouble's coming for her. Yeah, the loom and doom, man. Like you see the bucket, you know all this is gonna go fall. Oh, I like I, I like how, how when, when Sue notices that the string is there, like right here. Yeah, and I like how it's in slow motion too. Yeah, like look the whole taking the string. Like what's like the whole scene's pure fucking anxiety. Yeah, that's, that's tension. Yeah, the build up. Hmm. Think about the, how difficult it would actually be to pull a bucket on a string, though, and land right on her. I mean, <laughs> the, the, uh, you That's know, movie magic, right there. Yeah, this is this is where the suspension of belief in physics comes into play because, I mean, obviously, it would have been a one in one hundred at best that they would have gotten it perfectly right. Yeah, I always that teacher. I always feel bad for because she's a happy from Carrie. And she seemed, she's like one of the only good people, and she gets burnt up. She's one of the first, too. She's no, she's, the, I don't think she gets burnt up. I think she gets crushed. Crushed. crushed? Okay. Yeah. She, oh, that's what I was about that. to say. She's one of the first. She's like, watch. She, she's lucky, then. She did her a favor. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd honestly rather be like, have my spine severed than deal with fire. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Up, oh, up! Oh, the moment of realization. Yep. Shit. I know one notices that. Streamer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they didn't do a great job of hiding the rope. Yeah. I feel like anybody that did their due diligence when they were decorating would have been like, "What the fuck?" It's <laughs> true. I know. Then you, then you look up at the ceiling and see a bucket full of pig's blood, and you're like, "Oh, that's normal." <laughs> I mean, you you would have thought they would have spotted it before the prom. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, yeah, but, because, like you would think that you know the prom committee would go in and you know last minute just to make sure everything's perfect. But if we had no bucket, and if the bucket didn't perfectly smack her, like right this on right top, here, yeah, it's like it's like the it's that that streamer was like the bullseye. That was that was just the precursor. That was that was yeah. the nod. That was the oh, you better get you pucker your buttholes because it's about to. Here it comes. <laughs> the shit is about to hit the fan. Yeah, pretty much. And 
see? Oh, oh. She's so pretty. Oh, it's realization time. Uh-oh. Yep. I love how her hands are shaking on the rope, though. She's excited. Yeah. She's anticipating. She's Like, I've never seen anybody get so happy over torturing somebody. See, I think... I've seen them. I think I think she's getting horny over it. To be honest, yeah, with you. she's like that much of an asshole. Yeah, she, she's yeah. all wet under there with Travolta. Which has some more slow motion. <laughs> Look at that guy! Look at that guy! He this is, is so strange. This is the real tragedy. This is the real. Look at the look at them both. They're just stunning, and they're gonna ruin it. And that's terrible. Look at her, she licked her lips. I wasn't lying. She was fucking she's fucking horny. She's ready, yeah. Fucking, she's down. That's fucking like I am I think, surprised. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. I think the slow motion here is really making you really tense oh, yeah. and everything. Oh, oh yeah, no. Oh. And, and there, there, there we go. And there it is. They, they let the speed go. There in. it is. See that? When when it impacted her, they let the speed go back to normal, which was nice. Yeah. It was a little like flippant of it, which was cool because I really like Made that made it a little more damaging, kind of. It 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 it's uh it's like a visualization of like stopping inertia. Like if you, if you were like to film like make film that is a car crash, like that's the exact kind of feeling you would have. Like that jarring. I really want to punch PJ Souls right now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Cunt. Probably one of the most the annoying character. characters in the film. Cunt. What the hell is this? Dan John Tavolta's character. Who did this? One of the most, you know, notorious. And there's, the, there's the bucket. Oh man! Yeah, no, right in that glittery blood. No, they laugh not the at bucket. Him. Not the bucket. It's great. Not the hair. I no, did it hit him in the hair, and it hit him in the hair. That was his weakness. He's like Samson. Kind <laughs> of makes you wonder if they didn't laugh. You think it should kill everybody still? Yeah. But I, I wonder, honestly, I okay. If, if the whole thing. Like, if everybody was laughing at Well, her, even the teacher's laughing at the end, which does it. I don't, yeah. I don't think... She's picturing everybody That's laughing. what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I think, think Melissa's got it. I think the Palma was saying that in her head... She thinks everyone's laughing at her, but everyone's just looking uh, at her horrified. Because you got to take like, into consideration oh the fact her mom like like, kept saying, your mom, they're all going to laugh at you. And then this happens. So she's, you know, playing back what her mom said to her. I mean, you do have the assholes that are laughing at her, but I think more people were more like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that just happened," than were actually laughing at her. Yeah, I don't. I, I think a lot of that was in her head, and I think it yeah. was because she snapped. Yeah. I think it was. The, the, see, let I me mean, look at look at that. You look, the eyes, like that is just. I mean, that's just straight intimidating. Like that scene goes like from. Like even the lighting scheme, like deep that red, that that just like that blood red at that. Well, it's I mean, it's like I think it's I like to think of it as like Carrie's seeing red, right? Kind of thing, that, you know what I mean? Rage, yeah. the rage of it. Without yeah, without you know talking about the sequel. And that's the famous, you know, De Palma's split screen he used a lot. You know, and the split focus, and he'd do the, the the slide in, like that slide in when it had her earlier. Like he was the one of the original people to start doing that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think in some cases in this it works, and in other cases it kind of takes away a little bit. That's just my opinion. Yeah. 
I, I think I think there was a little bit of an overuse from that, and I think that this is a scene that's very important that have you in the moment. But again, th- that's not taken away from his masterfulness. Like whatever's happening in each side of the frame is still fucking awesome. It's just well, I think this would keep you. You don't think this keeps you in the moment because it's more almost like real time where you're catching a bunch of different things. Where if you if you slowed it down to take pictures of everything separately, it would it would be you know longer. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't think that it's the, his use of it period that I, that I'm taking an issue with. I think it's just that there's so much of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hear you. But I mean, it doesn't, it's not something that really takes away from what he shot because the shots and the lighting and everything is still fucking awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still absolutely intense and, That just, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, she just looks so pissed. <laughs> oh, crunch time. Yeah, literally. There it is. Yeah, yeah. That guy, that weaselly guy, oh, that's yeah. a glorious shot. I love this scene right here. That shot. Mm. That back, that, 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 pat, that, when the fire, when the background catches fire and she, yep. oh, man. Definitely, That's, I think one of the most iconic scenes in horror history. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I wonder how absolutely. hot that set got. I wonder if that could be fucking boiling. That's back when there was no CGI; it was just straight real fire. Turn it up, real fire, and all that light. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was. That set felt like today was. I wonder if that's even her. If that's probably a stunt, like a stunt double right there. Wait, because more silhouette-like, we couldn't tell. It was probably like another. Yeah, it could have been a stand-in. It could have been a stand-in. But I, I like to believe that she was a fucking trooper. Oh, I like to believe right, she we'll wanted. She wanted to go through the whole deal. Yeah, that's just me. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Because but like, I feel even like this right now, as she's walking out of the school, like. You want I want it to be her and not a stunt double just because, you know, she's the only one walking out of there right now. I mean, set logistics don't always allow that. I'm sure Matt can back me up on that. It's not perfect. You sometimes you don't you gotta get your shot whether the guy's there on state that day or not, and sometimes you're sticking someone in a fucking wig. It just it's part of the game. Yeah. Oh, Crunched it was that sexy car. Boom! Kaboom. She fucking but, psychotic. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And what, what we really need to take away from this that's mostly important is that in the end, Carrie White killed John Travolta, and that's what needed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> With a she gave him a psychic headbutt and blew him up. <laughs> take that, Barbarino! <laughs> He's still alive, too. I love how he likes to use red cars. Co King, yeah, because they're hot. They, everybody loves a I red like car. Yeah, I, I think that's indicative of his age. Like he grew up in the hot rod era, man. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody and had that red car. Built. Yeah, I mean, Christine was based on a car he owned. Makes sense. This part right here, like it looks like the inside of the house is on fire because that's the most light you see in this house the entire movie. They ever make a movie that Buick Eight movie book that he wrote? Not yet. What's Not that? that, I, that, I, that I is that much like it, uh, Christine, or is that what's the vibe of that? It's it's a lot less horror. Okay. Um, way more, in my opinion, like Noyor. 
hard boiled like crime stuff. He's been writing a lot of crime novels lately. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. This is a great scene too with the lighting. Yep. Uh huh. As I said, this is the most light you see in this house the entire movie. She's not the same person now. No. It's, it's again. I, I feel like this lighting was always indicative of her mental state, like where yep. where she was in her head, more so than what was actually going on. And I think that's probably a lot of the film is where De Palma was coming from. I love how she's looking at everything like it's the first time she's seeing it. She's got new eyes now. Yeah. It's her new eyes. Yeah, she ain't she ain't her anymore. She's uh she's, she's something. Something else. <laughs> Maybe possessed by rage. She's going through puberty, Tony. That's what this that's what this is what this is the hell it is for a woman to go through puberty, man. Something else got in the driver's seat. That's for goddamn sure. Whether it's in her head or the devil himself. It's, it ain't carried moving the fucking gears. That's for damn sure. The tension builds as you question. Would yeah. his mother kill Carrie? Is that how they would end Carrie? And they go, no, 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 no. Maybe no. Tony's getting Tony's scared, dude. It's getting to Tony. No, I'm not not scared. There's nothing to be afraid. (laughs) I've seen this film countless times. It's great tension. He's building great tension. Yeah, he's building great tension. Yes. That was very Nosferatu-like, her coming up those stairs. Yeah, uh, lighting is very Nosferatu-esque. The, the, yeah. the shadow play involved, like, everything with that. That's that's That coming up the stairs, that's like, the, that, that, that framed almost like that famous shot of him coming up the, the, the gate, that little stairway thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh... Bath time. This is definitely a film with a director that gives a shit about cinematography. That's that's for that's without a doubt. Now she was uh when she stepped on that rug and then no blood went onto the rug, you think that was subliminally him trying to say that that blood might not have been real? You know, um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. because I mean, you you got to take into consideration the fact that it was a white rug and not a spot. And I agree with you guys where I think a lot of this is happening in her head towards the end, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it happened in her head throughout the whole thing. I mean, I, I've always said that, like, Carrie's less of an antihero than people think and more of a victim of her own circumstance and mental state. Mm. I think she snapped when the tampons got chucked at her. Yeah. And I, I think the getting of the end right there. And I think the, 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 the blood and all of that stuff was more indicative of the changes going on in her physically and mentally, you know, yeah. I'm with that. This kind of pulls on the heartstrings a little bit too, because like as much as she wanted to battle her mom about certain things, like all she wanted right there was her mom's love, and her mom's like, "I told you so." 
I fucking told you so. It's true. Power yeah. went out. You got, yeah, my lights were flickering a little bit. Yeah. Um, over there, yeah. So, oh my God. I can't believe that just happened in Cary. Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, you guys know what happens. The mother gets hung up, gets gets stabbed up. You know. What yeah, I mean? I mean, I mean, it's it's the ending of the movie. It it, it is the you know it, it's the only. I think it's the only way it could have gone. In my opinion. Yeah. You know it. Uh, the the mom had to die. Seriously, somebody like everybody that put her into that mode of. Wanting to self-destruct, like she got them all. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. You know, she, the ultimate villain has to go. It wouldn't be justified if it wasn't. Um, now the house collapses within on itself. Um, and even that, like I like, like as bad as the relationship struggle the struggle between her and her mom like she pulls her into that closet with creepy jesus and is kind of trying to protect her as the house is collapsing it Mm -hmm. yeah it was uh it was interesting to me it's always been interesting to me that while she defensively killed her mom it it, you know she really didn't want to yeah i mean i'm at the end of the day, the day, no matter how fucking out there she was, it was still her mom. Well, that's what I think Mel was going with before the little technical issue is that, like, when she was hugging her, is she was looking for love. Like, it'd be like Carrie would love for her mother to actually be a mother to her. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Really, what she's looking yeah. for. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, just for her to have a little bit of normalcy in her life and not, you know, be the outcast. Right. Just a little love, period. She was looking for a little love from... She didn't care where it came from. She just wanted it. She wanted some love from Tall Blonde Ruffles. Yeah, of course. Hell, I would have taken some love from, you know, Tall Blonde Ruffles, too. And I don't even like I mean, she, she, she was looking... I mean, she was looking for at least some acceptance from Sue. I'm the gym teacher, her mom. I mean, at, at some point, like, you're told you're not good enough enough times... You're going to pop. That's what it is. Yeah. True. It's sad. And also, at the end of the film, we get a dream sequence with Sue. Yeah. Which seems like typical for films that time period. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely... that's, 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 That's some serious PTSD right there. Oh, that's guilt. That's 100% guilt. Guilt. That Sue's that is Sue's guilt coming back to kick that, her in the that, cooter. That's that's what that is. But no, you're you're right, Anthony. That's that's textbook horror film right there. The the calm moment and you think it's like, you know, some kind of pensive, reflective thing going on. Then the hand pops up, you get the jump scare, everyone's fucking terrified, cut the black. You know, yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. the Palmer wrote the book though. Like it's not that's that's the thing about it. It's not like he's copying anybody else. Like right. he, oh, that's he made bad. that, and then everyone else aped it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. Well, first movie down, folks. Hell yeah! 
That was uh, pretty good. We had a little technical at the end, but uh, I think we can work around that. I think we're close enough to the end that it shouldn't matter. And uh, we wrapped it up because it was only maybe three minutes left of the movie. I, I can hear the thunder starting to get closer to here now, too. So. Uh, my light's been flickering a couple times. I'm going to go sit outside and smoke a joint now. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to we'll cut it off here. Good job, everybody. I'm going to cut it just in case I do lose electricity. I want to end the session, you know what I mean? Feel you. I don't lose yeah. it. Um, but yeah, you. Great, great. You guys did a great job. Um, I'll hit I you can't guys wait for the next one. Doing with the follow up. Yeah, I'll be like a month from now, so give everybody plenty of time to you know, do what they got to do and relax. Hell yeah. We're all the dead kids.